You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. Our guest today is Kerry Nardalillo. She's the Director of Elections for the City of Warwick. We invited her here to talk about the upcoming primary and elections in November and give some background to the residents about certain dates and what's going to be on the election ballots. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So your role as the Director of Elections is relatively new? It is new. I started in October of 2021. So you've had about a year to prepare to all the chaos that's about to happen in the election world? Um, I am prepared. I did come from West Warwick. I did two years as a clerk of Board of Canvases. Oh, great. And so we know, uh, and the audience probably knows, you know, there's an election coming. There's all the people that need to be registered, and we'll talk about that in parties and getting the ballots all approved and what's on them and what's not and the candidates coming in. But for the rest of the year or years, what really is the role of the Board of Elections? Um, we actually have processes from the Secretary of State's office that they send us for our off year. So there's always a project to do on that off year. It is um, NCOAs, which was the National uh, Change of Address, which we do that. Um, right now, I believe that it was changed. So that's going to be four times a year. So it happened during our busiest time and our slowest time. Um, we have processes from the DMV, from AAA. So every day. We are working. There is not a time that we're not a downtime. And with so many real estate transactions happening in the past year, I imagine it's it's quite frequent for you to to be working with the local residents who have moved in and, and cleaning up some of the ballot rolls for folks who have moved out of the area? Correct. We um, have established new streets, having to contact the um, tax assessor's office, having to contact uh, the engineers to make sure that those folks get on the Google website so they're getting mail. Um, we have had a couple of issues with that that I've had to reach out and try to figure it out, what exactly where the street is, what it's attached to. So I have to then make new streets for our CVRS, which is the Central Voter Registration System. So that's been challenging at times. Sure. And I know a lot of folks who are new to the city are probably thinking, oh, I have to vote in the city that I'm living in now. I've just moved in. Where can folks go online to find out where their, uh, actually who their representatives are for their area? So they should be looking for those names in the upcoming conversations and debates and also to check on their voter information. Okay, so that would be the Secretary of State's website, and you can go to vote.ri.gov. Okay, and what drew you to come to Warwick? Um, I was actually told about the former director leaving and was told that I really should apply for it, that I really should go for it, because I originally started with the Board of Elections. It's really a um, says a lot for your credibility when someone tells you this is a position you should take a look at. Good for you. Thank you so much. How many people are on your team? Two. Two? Two. To do all that work? Yes. I, I need to get you back there. <laughs> 
So we have a primary election coming up, which would be basically deciding who should be the leader in each party's position going to the ballot, and obviously independents would go through. So explain a little bit about the, the primary process. Candidates would register to run, and then they would uh, work through your office to get on the ballot, and then we'd have a vote in September? Yes, correct. So um, declaration of candidacies uh, would have been in June, um, the end of June. They need to then bring us their declarations, signed forms. Then July 6th, they need to come back to my office, and they would collect their nomination forms. They would then have until July 15th to come up with the amount of signatures needed. Um, that would pass through our office. They need to be approved, all those signatures. And then depending on who would be going to a primary, it would um, depend if there's more than one then we would have to have a lottery to see what order that they would go in. Okay. So it is random as to whose name goes on top or bottom? or Correct. Okay. Does that draw a lot of attention for the candidates? Um, they get excited to see when their name's going to get Well, pulled? I would think so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And one of the big things when we talk about a primary is there are uh, multiple parties who people can be members of in Rhode Island. So predominantly Democratic and re Republican, and I guess independent. But one of the big things that I know I've done in the past is voting in a primary and then disaffiliating. So can you explain a little bit if someone voted a couple of years ago in a primary and thinks that they can just vote in either primary coming up, what that process is and what the rules are? Okay, so um, if you're an unaffiliated voter and you come to vote during a primary, you are to pick either Democrat or Republican to vote on. Once you leave that, you are then that party unless you disaffiliate before 30 days before the general election. Okay, and people can do that sometimes at the polling place and or online? Yes, there's um, almost always a disaffiliation table that is located at each polling location, or again, they can go to that vote.ri.gov. Okay. And will you be looking for people to be poll workers in the upcoming elections? Absolutely. Okay. We are always looking for poll workers. I was very impressed with moving to into the Warwick. I cannot believe the amount of people that have walked through that door getting ready, saying, okay, are you ready for me? But we need, I think it's about 275 or 280 people that want to work. Wow. It's a lot. I have 34 polling locations. Wow. And it's a, it's a paid position, folks, if you're interested. I know my wife did it a few years ago. There's a training and there's a, a, a foreman or marshal that's at each polling place with a lot of experience. And they'll explain what happens, what the rules are. There's constant communication with your office, obviously, if there's issues. Uh, and they do pay. It is taxable income. But uh, there is a, a nice position, and you can do a lot to help your city, and especially if you know, meet new people as they come through. I think it's a great opportunity to, to help out. How would someone want to uh, be a poll worker? How would they get in touch with you? Um, they can um, come to City Hall right in the Canvas's office. I also have it on our um, Warwick, 
com website, right on our website, right under the drop down for Board of Canvassers. Okay. And your election offices is going to maintain in the mayor's building? Correct. It will still stay at City Hall. Okay. Are you moving into a big fancier new spread? I am not. <laughs> I have been looking through the furniture, though. Oh, there you go. I yeah. have I have tagged my, my name on some furniture. Great. Yeah, you should. It gets, you know, squatter's rights for who remains. <laughs> um, we want to talk about a little bit about the ballot items that are going to be on the city's uh, not primary, but regular general election. So one of them is the bonds for the schools, as I understand it. Correct. And also the term limit and uh, expanding the terms for uh, at least mayor, I believe, will also be there? Yes, correct. Okay. And can you run through the dates where um, important dates for people to disaffiliate, register for the primaries, the general elections, et cetera, so people can jot those down as we talk? Yes, of course. The deadline to vote in the primary would be August 14th. The deadline to disaffiliate is August 15th. The deadline to submit a mail ballot application would be August 23rd. That primary is September 13th. The early in-person voting would start August 24th. That's right at City Hall. The deadline to register to vote for the general election would be October 9th. The early in-person voting would start on October 19th, and it would run till November 7th. The general election is November 8th, 2022. Great. And just uh, from your past history, what's it like in election headquarters the night of the election? Um, the night of the election, um, for the most part, the morning is hectic because people that are poll workers tend to back out, miss the deadline, can't wake up on time. Um, we can't get keys to get in some of the buildings. Then the app, most of the day is pretty smooth. Then it's hectic again with all the um, trying to clear up, close the machines out, gather all the stuff, bring it back to us. We have to go through a checklist and make sure that they're bringing us everything back that's on that checklist. So it's just busy from like 8.05, 8.15, right? I mean, sometimes till 10, 10.30, sometimes earlier, sometimes later. I was going to say, in, in some cases, it could be a 20-hour day. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it's run about 16, 17 hours for wow. myself. And then there's a decompression for about a day, and then you're back at it again. A few hours. <laughs> a few hours, because then you need to do get your provisional ballots finished, and they need to be completed. Okay. And then any challenges or any counts? Correct. Or, okay. So it's a year-round position. Um, I'm glad you're here. You bring a lot of experience to the to the position and the election headquarters. Hopefully some dates that we've given some people will help them get back on track. I encourage, there's a lot going on in Warwick this year and the ballot for the general election. I highly encourage people to not consider it not being a presidential election and, you know, I don't want to really bother to vote. It's an important year. Uh, we have a governor election. We you know, have many positions that are, are being announced. We're recording this a little bit before declaration time, so there could be many, many candidates on the ballots. There's definitely some um, very important bonds on, to reshape the way that we'll do business in the city. So I highly encourage people to get out there and vote. Any other thoughts that you wanted to give to the people? No, I just encourage everyone, if you want to see what it's like, come on down to City Hall. Show and tell? Show and tell. Absolutely. Every day. 
Great. And and folks, just make sure your your registration stuff is up to date. If you've moved to the area or you know someone that's moved, just mention it over coffee that they need to register in their current area and they can see who their representatives are and uh, make sure that they're able to vote. There's nothing more dissatisfying than if you've moved or you're new to the area and you haven't registered in time and, and you get kind of you know, into a little bit of a rush at the polls. So let's get that done ahead of time. Thank you to Kerry Nardalillo for spending some time with our audience today and sharing insights on Warwick life. It's a great time to be in Warwick, and for those not living the Warwick life, come pay us a visit, make sure you vote, and see all we have to offer. That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in and closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. See you next time. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.